Hi everyone, welcome to Relatively Sane. I decided to talk about the things that I miss in the beginning of this podcast because I do miss a lot of things and there are things that I don't miss. For example, I miss I miss hanging out at comedy clubs with my friends a lot. I miss that a lot. That has been very, very hard. And I, of course, miss doing stand-up. I miss sitting in restaurants and I miss going to work out at the gym because I would go twice a day and it really helped me. You know, I'd work out two hours each time. And I just felt so much better about myself when I would go and work on my triceps and my I'm, you know, and the the muscles in my, you know, I just, I felt a lot better about myself and it really helped my endorphins get better. So I really need to start working out again, even if it means that I need to lift my car or break down a wall or chop a tree, whatever I have to do to get myself moving. I don't miss uh, what, what don't I miss? I don't miss being around tons of people. I know that's crazy. Cause I said, I, w- I want to hang out with my friends at the comedy club and do shows, but I'm kind of an isolator. Even when I do that, I don't sit with really large groups. I've gotten, I don't know. I don't love concerts anymore. I, I don't miss all of that. I don't miss being around a ton of people and I don't miss the traveling. I have to say being in airports and being on airplanes, I don't even know what would happen to me if I was in an airport and someone like sneezed and didn't cover their face or I don't know. I don't even know what I would do. I mean, I probably would attack them and it would be fine because I'm white, so I won't be arrested or beaten. So anyway, I thought I'd start the podcast with this because it's very upbeat and uplifting and it make you guys not think about what's going on in the world. I love you all so much. I am so grateful for your support. Please follow me on Instagram, YouPorn, um, Weight Watchers, and uh, Canada.com. Thank you so much. I love you all. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Relatively Sane. I am here with my friend, Matt Bronger. Did I say your name right? You nailed it on the dot. That's really right. Are you kidding me? Nope. You you did it. Yeah, exactly. Just like, just like Stronger. That's how you say it. You're like me, because my name is Kirsten, but everyone says Kirsten. So right. I'm like person, Kirsten, like person. Mm-hmm. Did you grow up uh, when people would call and ask for your like your mother or father? You could tell if they were like a telemarketer by how bad they put your <laughs> What are some examples of what people would say if they called your house? I mean, we're basically no holes barred here, right? I can say anything. Anything. Okay. Because usually I would just be like, they'd be like, yeah, can I speak to Mr. Bronger? Can I speak to Mr. <laughs> and it's just like, I was like, okay. And I never corrected him. I'd be like, that's telemarketer. But the one time as a kid, I I corrected someone was, and they were like, yes, can I speak to Mr. and Mrs. Braunager? I'm like, wow. Oh, okay. oh my God. <laughs> like, you know, that's, that's not horrible. It. You'd sort so, of something inside of you wanted to say that word so bad. That yeah. is so funny. No, time. can I speak to Mr. Brown Bear? <laughs> so off where did you grow up portland oregon i love portland it's great yeah it's i mean i I, it's funny i joke that like now it got cool after i left you know it was a great place to grow up but like it was not the way it is now same livability but not the same you know when you mention now people like ooh, paris like they just are in love with it um 
But like when yeah. I was a kid, I went to school, I went to college in New York and all my classmates would be like, oh, well, Bronger's from Seattle. I'm like, I'm not, I'm from three hours away. You know, they think it's the same thing. A they, lot they just, of people because they've never heard of it. So Portland funny. doesn't stick in their mind, and you're like, "Where's that? Where's that near?" And they're like, yeah. "Oh, Seattle." You know, just just like if you if you uh, were from like far far Rockaway Queens or something, and people are mm -hmm. like, people from other part of the country are just like, "Oh, she's from Manhattan." You're like, "Nope." It's not. <laughs> I know you're from like Syracuse. She grew up in the city of Manhattan. Like, no, so I grew up in a away. mountain. Yeah. <laughs> Was it very liberal when you were growing up there? Like it is oh now? Oh God. Like it, it, you had, it's funny. You've got this, it's very liberal, but then you go out in the sticks and it's just very kind of uh, every person for themselves. Kind of thing. I don't know what you call that. Like, kind of make far right libertarian. Kind like of. it is now. Yeah, there's a, there's still a lot. It's of that. becoming like that. It is. It's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's you know because it's one of those things. It's very liberal, but at the same time, Oregon was originally founded as a as a state for white people. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. you have roots like that. You know, they're gonna right. come out in certain ways. But it's it's it is wild how like my parents. I remember going to a, a backyard uh, barbecue when I was a kid and they were doing, um, do you, I don't know if you, uh, uh, the, the despot um, dictator ruler of Chile was um, Pinochet. Remember mm -hmm. him? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, instead of pin the tail on the donkey, my uh, mom's best friend and her husband had pin the shit on Pinochet. So there's Pinochet that on the is... board and all the kids yeah. did like bags of dog shit and a, and a, and a thing and they blindfold <laughs> them and put them around. And like, <laughs> and like, you know, my, my parents are very liberal, but they're also, my mom's from Chicago, my dad's from uh, Sioux City, Iowa. So mm -hmm. like my, they're both teachers and my dad would, my dad taught at this place called MLC, which is called, which is short for Metropolitan Learning Center. And it's great, but it's also super hippy dippy. At one point while he was working there, they were like, we're going to have all the kids hold hands and hug the school. And my dad, they'll go all the way around. And my dad inside was just like, Jesus fucking Christ. You know, like when just, was like, that? He's just, that was a long time ago. That was that was well, it was probably like 20 years. I was an adult. Yeah. Wow. You know? But yeah, yeah, Portland has kind of always had that. Always. That is hysterical visual of the students holding hands, hugging the school. It's just like my dad's just like, it's too much. I can't handle it. It is, it is a little too much sometimes. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I never say this, but on publicly, but it's really true. Like the stuff I see sometimes I'm like, come on, it's a little, you're really reaching in there to find something offensive. Yeah. And, it, and yeah, no, because it, it's, I always say it this way. Like, I definitely think you should be allowed to be offended. And it's that thing mm -hmm. of like, oh, comedy, it's just jokes and things like that. But I will say, I will say this, like, it, so many people are looking for life to be Star Wars and it's not Star Wars. You're not going to mm. blow up the Death Star and all the bad stuff goes away. You're not going to, because it would, my, my point is you don't save anything by destroying something. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yes, there, there's so many comedians that are saying all kinds of stuff that would definitely offend me. But if I go after them, that just throws gas on their fire. And also it, 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 it is, you know, I, I believe in free speech. So it's kind of, I do too. I know. And you can dig up something we've all said and edit it and make it sound. I mean, I don't know. I just don't even want to go down that road because <laughs> I've said some crazy shit just to get a reaction. Yes, I know. I love and it. Plus we do character. Like you do a lot of characters. So people yeah. even get upset when I'm doing a character now sometimes. Oh Yeah. I know, right? Isn't that crazy? 
they'll be like, well, so-and-so. I'm like, but I'm being a, another person and I'm not saying anything offensive. I'm literally mimicking someone. Yes, you're doing an imitation of someone that said something to you. You're right, like, but that's not, I still do it. But people sure. get upset about that. Do you do characters on stage? Sometimes. I mean, the thing that popped into my head now, I remember my 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 mother and I, we were in uh, D.C. and we were at the newly opened Holocaust Museum. Mm -hmm. And we we're and in line. It's unbelievable. It's my unbelievable. God. It's, it's, uh, I, there's, there's certain images that just stay, stay in my mind. I know. It's one of those things where they just, they they nailed it like how to make mm -hmm. it stay with you. It's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it's so great. But we're in, you will you this is going to sound like I'm making this up. We're in line and it's taking a long time because it just opened that weekend. So we're we're we know we're going to be there a minute. We have we should mm -hmm. have a coffee, we're hanging out. And a German guy. I'm not kidding. I can't. German guy, German guy in front of me. <laughs> he says to me and my mother and other people in line is out loud, if you're in Germany, this line would move a lot faster." Oh, <laughs> he, you know, and he didn't, it never entered his head. He never, he never thought yeah. of the implication. People don't know. And it's like, yes, you are a very, uh, um, mobile, uh, uh, culture in Germany. The trains run on time, you know, all the, that's, they're all about that being on time and mobilizing and stuff, but just like, dude, not now. Read the room. <laughs> I should have taken a hot shower. <laughs> there are too many, you know, in this line. No, too many what? Yeah. Why is everyone not in striped pajama? I can't do the accent. I'm trying. Like, yeah, but you, I mean, yeah. but it's like I've I've told like that story a little bit on stage and I can see people's faces kind of crease like. Huh? I know. And you're like, it happened. It happened. I, yeah. Like, I don't think they believe that it happened. Maybe that's part of it. Uh, I think they're really questioning if we're telling the truth or not. Can you imagine how boring our lives would be <laughs> if we, if we just sat here at like our desk and we're like, what would be a funny thing to say is true? My daughter said to me, <laughs> you know, like you're just, just hashing out bullshit. And like, cause that's, I mean, I've, I've said this so many times it's, 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 but it bears repeating. There was a book that I read that was by a defense attorney and he just said, the truth just sounds different in court. Like when someone is like, that guy did it. And everyone's like, oh shit, like he, that person did it. That guy's serious. You know, it's the same thing with a comedian. When you That's see so someone going, when, when yeah. like you, when you're going through something in your day and you're like, you just stop and you say to yourself, it's okay, I ate oatmeal. And then you're like, you had seven <laughs> spoonfuls of brown sugar. That's not oatmeal, that's pie. Such a liar. Because it's so real. You can see. It's so real. So real. Because you're, yeah, you're not, you didn't just go, wouldn't it be funny? Seven, you know, <laughs> I don't, it's like. I'm right. Not, I, don't, I don't know anyone who can, who can lie and write that well. Because everything we do has to be kind of from a standpoint of, you know, I want to be up here on stage. I want to tell you this story. Like, you got to, you got to hear this. This is good. Um, mm -hmm. And it's real. There has to be, I mean, there's going to be embellishments, of course. But um, I think it's also most embellishments from my uh, standpoint are, are like, like a guy, a, a, a woman looked like she was going to kill me. She wasn't really going to kill me, but she, you know, looked yeah. crazy. Or yeah. a guy was flailing around in a bar and he looked like a monster. He looked huge. It's, it's almost like your child mind, I think. Is what no, you I love that. That's so true.
And yeah. also, we just exaggerate. I mean, you just literally, it's like I don't put seven scoops of brown sugar. I put five. But if if I say seven, that sounds and, a lot funnier than... <laughs> and, and, and it's like, I would say... Maybe you had maybe you had six, maybe you had seven, maybe you had five, right. maybe you had four. But I think it's kind of like uh, how they say like alcoholics can't count. Mm-hmm. How many beers you have? I had like three. You had nineteen, <laughs> Gary. You know, it's, I I don't you, know. Like yeah. it's like I could. It's one of those things where it's like in terms of if I'm like at a buffet and there's you like had nineteen, treats, Gary. I don't know how much I ate? I'm just like. Could you imagine if you take keep a ledger like you're at a shiva and you just write to I had one one piece of fake yeah. Yeah. No, oh my my wife and I will watch like she watches like those real housewives shows. Yeah. And there's a couple of them and I'll watch two and I'll because it's just fun to turn your brain off and go. Yeah. Makes so, you grateful for your life. So and there's so much they could buy and sell me five times over, but they're miserable. And they yeah. also <laughs> I mean, the only one I really like is Vanderpump Rules because there's people that age are supposed to be getting drunk like that. Like Real Housewives <laughs> of Beverly Hills, they're like 60 and still just getting college wasted. But <laughs> there's a woman on one of the shows who is an accountability coach. So, Oh, that's great. Accountability. Yeah. Not life coach. Just like someone who it ju- you're paying them to judge you. And they were born rich. <laughs> They're born rich. Right. And so she looks at you and goes, okay, uh, you have this many uh, daughters. You live in a place this big. And do you ever have you ever thought of really just applying yourself and working toward a, and you're like, I want to murder you so bad. Yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> An accountability coach. Oh, God. Yeah. It's so, yeah, that's insane. Are you of like a, is that an um, iced coffee? It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have, the, you know, when people make themselves cold drinks like that, you're going to laugh, but it's very like self-carry to me. Like you do you do really? a lot of self-care stuff. Do you meditate? I don't. I last week I found myself having to just take a, just kind of sit out on the back deck and just kind of meditate a little for a little, just because I was hitting a, a, a level of anxiety with all the stuff mm-hmm. that's going on that was like, like, well, I'll just tell you, uh, everything's fine, but you know, my parents are in their seventies and they live in Portland yeah. and I'm the only child. And I already have oh. what I jokingly call, uh, uh, plug pull ability. I mean, I am in charge. If they go to <laughs> plug you know, pull ability. I don't know what to call it. I'm always, people always wince, but I'm just like, I don't know what it's, <laughs> it's, it's you're the plug master. Yeah. It's like power of attorney for someone's life. <laughs> Yeah, and my no mom, big deal. My mom was just like, and speaking of no big deal, you know, my parents are always they 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 run a food pantry and they are always, oh. and now they're like they're not doing anything with that. They're just staying in, which they you know just they don't mm-hmm. do anything. I think my dad goes to the bank once a week. That's like his outing for the pantry. But anyway, long story long, she basically was like, um, you know, we've decided if I get sick and your father gets sick, to the point where we need. Um, um, ventilator ventilators we don't want them so uh <laughs> we think they'd be better for so, of someone else and they wouldn't you know Aww. work for uh, someone our age and i'm just like sitting there on the phone and i'm like i'm getting sweaty eyed i'm tearing up and my mom mm-hmm. my, my, my my wife comes out and is like what what did you hear like what horrible news and like everyone's fine i just have to yeah okay you know so yeah, just, that's hard with everything and 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 missing everyone and missing doing what I mean, 
for what for what we do, it, it's so hard right now for mm-hmm. us. For us, I know, because you know, comedians get no sympathy because everyone thinks they can do what we do, and they can. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but they do. You're right. They don't respect. I mean, they people respect it, but some people are like, yeah, whatever. I can be make people. Laugh. I got a cousin who's funnier than you. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But it's like it. We have to constantly do it to kind of stay stay vital and also for our mental health. And I know. I said to my wife recently, I was like, I feel like a horse with his legs cut off. Like I feel like they yeah. they took my legs off and they put me in a big pillowy bed and it's nice. I'm comfortable, but like yeah, I want to run. And so it's, 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 so it was just a combination of all that and, you know, to get that kind of phone call and everything. So it's just like, so yeah. I really understand that. I just want you to know, I feel the exact same way. Were you on the road like every week or a lot? You pretty up in the, the end of last year and the beginning of this year, pretty, pretty constantly, at least every, mm-hmm. every two weeks, every second weekend I was on the road, which, I mean, I'm very lucky. I have a, I have a nice schedule where I'm not, it's not constant, but I also can have a, a life and see, you know, my wife a lot. But it's funny that she travels a lot. I travel a lot and we love it. We love being apart, you know? Yeah, so I know. That's what saves a relationship a lot of the time. Uh-huh. That's why there's going to be so many divorces now Yeah. for people. I mean, you're stuck in the house together. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard. It's really, really. What does she do? What does your wife do? She is my ex manager, actually. She oh, wow. Me. Yeah, she discovered me back in two thousand seven, and we started uh, crossing lines you're just not supposed to cross. I was at her first wedding. <laughs> That's what <laughs> was I loaded, uh, and and we just had this on again, off again secret affair that all our friends knew about. And, <laughs> you know, I, I, to be honest, wasn't the best guy back then. I was kind of just like, yeah, well, yeah. it's casual. You get it, right? You know, and. Well, you weren't ready. It's okay. Definitely. But like, yeah, yeah you're right. And, and honestly, I wouldn't change anything because it, the way mm-hmm. it ended up is, is great. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're, we've been through it all. So it's kind of like, not that it's all, you know, sunshine and gravy now, but it's so much better because we've mm-hmm. been through all this, all that bullshit. And, um, yeah, we got married a couple of years ago and it's, and we stopped working together when it became serious. Like when we were like, all right, we're a couple and we're together back in 2014. Um, but it's great. Cause she roots for me. I root for her and it's nice to not have so she's the work. Still thing. a manager. Yeah. Yeah. She reps like Eliza Schlesinger and Reggie Watts and Rob Delaney. Oh, cool. Um, Sam J. Yeah. A lot of great people. Um, and, uh, yeah. And, and, and she's got like a, a decent sized roster, but not bananas huge, which mm-hmm. right now with her company that she works for is, is they're, they're doing okay. They had to lay off a couple people, but they're not like, you know, like WME was saddled with debt. And so they, it was like just a bloodbath. Which I know. Crazy. Same with Comedy Central and other places. They just got rid of like half so the company. bad for so many yeah. people I've known for I know. years, and just you know gone because of Viacom, and it's 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 scary. It's a scary time. Yeah, it is. I mean, and you guys, she is giving birth in two months. Yeah, that yeah. is so exciting. And I and I'll be honest, I don't. I've never really talked about it on anything, not on like any other. Sort oh. Of- I think this is, which is fine. When you asked me before, is there anything you don't want to talk about? I, I just, it's, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where I'm not, rather than go, oh, here's a great debut. It's like, 
I do a show on Zoom on Friday nights, which you have you have to come on sometime. Anytime. Okay. I would love to. It's it's with Kyle Kinane. It's called Hey Girl with Matt and Kyle because when we've been on the road forever and we haven't seen each other, we call each other and go like, hey girl, hey girl. Uh, <laughs> it's like, it's like, hey girl, what's yeah, up? Exactly. It's a running gag. And so now we're hey girling each other and people. So we'd come on the show and we'd call people that would call in. Mm. And see their houses and go, what's that? Go down the hallway. Who's that person? Mm -hmm. You know? So they have I love some, that. Yeah, we have cocktails and it's fun. But like, you know, she's my, my wife will walk in and just throw a beer down and go, why don't you guys shut up or something? And people are like, Yeah, it's her. But her you can tell. <laughs> like you can Aww. tell, you know, she's yeah. but no one yeah. said anything about it on social media. So anyway, yes. So yeah, that's I've been very private about stuff like that. People are mm -hmm. like, I mean, I show my kids now, but it's people are like, you know, why don't you ever tell? It's, it's just weird. I'm a little protective over the whole thing. Yeah. And plus when she's pregnant for a long time, you don't want to say anything, of course, but now she's due in two months. So it's obviously yeah. completely fine, but yeah, it's almost, it's almost fully baked as they say, you know, like it's... I think about how like, you know, Tom Segura and Christina Pazinski, they are, uh, they're very, very, very popular on their podcasts and like online and you never see their kids ever. I know. Not one picture. I know. And I always thought that was really interesting. And that's probably how I'm going to do it. You know, not that I'm that level of famous, but just to, to, to kind of have a, it, it's, it's a little odd if you're just, mm -hmm. cause you know who I think of, remember that guy who faked that his son was like trapped in that flying thing. And then we found out. It was oh my God. Yeah. What was that? He, I remember that kind of, if you go through, he, he's made all these videos with his kids that are just like, you can tell he, in his mind, he's like, that's going viral. Yes. You know? And like, <laughs> I never, ever, I don't have that kind of mind. Uh, and I would hate to do that. I don't want to be like this kid, this is going to do it for me. <laughs> it's hard. Cause my oldest is a, as an actress and a singer and she always, and she's incredible. And oh, she wow. like has an, has an agent and auditions all the time. And I never wanted her to get, of course, I don't want her to go through this shit. Right. But she's so good. And I see how much she loves it. Like when she's singing, she looks like she's in heaven. Oh, that's great. And so it's an outlet for her, but it's still like, I always feel weird, you know, just cause there's weird people out there. There's yeah. very weird people. It's a strange, strange thing. It's a strange business. It's great in a lot of ways, but I think it's, it, people have to, I mean, it's, if it's your, if she's your kid, I'm sure she has a, a decent head on her shoulders and I'm sure she has, she does. And she's doing it. It sounds like she's doing it for the love of it. Cause you're not, I have friends who have kids who no. are like divas and I see their eyes glaze over when they're like, well, yeah. Um, she really wants to, and you're, you were like, Oh, this person is just looking at TMZ all day. This person is, uh, yeah. wants, and that you're, you're screwed. If you come at it from that perspective, you not at all. It, I, I really don't like, I was like, Oh, this is going to be horrible. The rejection. And it's so hard because she comes close for a lot of stuff and then she'll get a call back and then she gets disappointed, but it's weird. They just go through it. Like she'll just be fine the next day. Whereas we're like devastated. <laughs> she doesn't get like that. And it's more my feelings about it, like that I'm projecting onto her. Yeah. Because she's like, oh, I didn't get it. Maybe I'll get the next one. Mm -hmm. And I'm crushed for her because I know what it feels like to be rejected for yeah. so many years. We, we both do. Yeah. It, it, it's, I won't say it never gets easier. It gets easier, but it, it is there. Every once in a while, there's that one and you're like, 
damn it, I wish I didn't want this one so bad. Damn. I know. You know, because it's it's like it's like how in in Buddhism, you know, uh, desire is the root of all pain. So if mm -hmm. you want something, you're gonna you're gonna hurt for it and things like that. And that's so true. And it's always those people. I've been in the audition rooms where I'd look over and there's another guy, and it just looks like he couldn't give a living fuck. <laughs> I know. And I'm that's like, so that guy's getting it. Look at it. That's him. true. Yep. That's totally true. Mm -hmm. What's the thing that was the most disappointing? Was it because I you were on Mad TV, which is amazing. Oh, uh, that was my dream to be on a sketch show. Uh, but how was how was that? It must have been unbelievable. Well, I hope you should be. I mean, you should pitch a sketch show or something. We should be on a sketch show together. Yeah, you and I should talk for sure. Yeah. There's other people too who are incredibly talented who would yeah. be perfect on, especially I, now. I didn't know that about something. you when as soon as it said, yeah when you said that I was like oh because I've had a couple friends that have done either sketch pilots or, and it's that thing that all these places, every platform you can think of, they're all kind of trying to crack the code. So like- I know, um, I don't know why it's so hard. It seems just, like sketch should be so, like not that difficult. I'm right. surprised. I think that, I think most people kind of fall into the lane of being way too niche or, yeah. or no theme at all. Right. You know, cause you've got to draw people in and got to have some kind of hook. You know, uh, but it's kind of like, oh, what what's too hooky? What's not? So that they're all just kind of trying to. But like, I will say mad. The funny thing was we got canceled on my day off. So I was at oh, home. God. Yeah. Which I'm like, did was did I dodge a bullet? In the end, I feel like I dodged a bullet <laughs> right. because I was at right. home and Eric Price, uh, who I will say this was the very cool thing about us back then is that we were I was one of two uh, white males, the whole cast. That's it. We I were, remember that. And I was like, I do. looking back, I was like, yeah. good for you guys for doing that. But he called me. He was like, yeah, they called us all into the into the conference room. Everybody, you know, carpenters, painters, wardrobe, mm -hmm. guys, sorry. And I was like, whoa, like part of me wishes I was there. But like, just I mean, the, the, the joke I made back then was like, we're actors. We're supposed to be out of work. But like, these are real <laughs> working people. Like, they I know jobs, doing a thing. So uh, that that was super disappointing, but it, it's also just the times, I th I'd say the harder, harder thing is if I've developed an idea with somebody and it keeps mm -hmm. getting traction and it gets all the way to I know. You know fourth, fifth script and they're like, all right, now we're gonna make a pilot or we're not, we'll call you in three weeks or whatever. And then I remember being in, <laughs> I remember going, going to Sonoma, going to wine country for my birthday with like some friends and just, my my then manager just he just texted me that like uh so i guess you probably heard sorry showtime passed and i was like <laughs> i know i know how would I, how would I have heard that man and i yeah I, where I are you hearing him. that the cleaners yeah You're just gonna go to the cleaners i mean and... it was just it, he thought someone else at the management company called mm -hmm. me but it was just like it was like a, i remember that just being a kick in the chest because it was and, and it's one of those ones that i we've we've talked to executives that are still like yeah sometimes i i wish we would have gone with it i'm like God, I'll murder you. <laughs> you know. Yeah, people don't realize the steps you have to take to make a show work and to right. keep a show on air. It's a miracle. When mm -hmm. a sitcom works or a sketch or anything, it's an absolute miracle that it oh, yeah. ended up staying on. It's really like most of the stuff that's good doesn't go anywhere. No. 
<laughs> and yeah. you have to try 50 things to get one to work. And then you could be on once and that's, I'll never forget Tom Papa had a sitcom or something. And then it was on twice. And I was like, what are they doing? They spent millions of dollars to make this thing. Yeah. And they're just I mean, doing it for two weeks. Like, I couldn't even believe it. And Tom's was the only one I've ever, script I've ever read that, because you know, every every comedian is doing the same thing where they're like, it's about a comedian on the road. Next. Like, no one. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Stop right there. <laughs> you, could, yeah. you could shoot yourself like a, like a documentary or something like that. Great. But in terms of a sitcom, it is the most unrelatable life. You know, you, you might as well like, <laughs> it really is. I mean, you're like you're like, it's a guy who travels farm to farm <laughs> gelding horses. Like that's no one knows what that's like either. Not really. So you have to concentrate on the family. And Tom's was mm -hmm. such a great hook because his was a guy who was always in the road who was like, I'm going to take time off from the road to be with my family. And his family is like, we like things the way they are, man. Stay on the yeah. road. You know, and him having this crisis. And there was a kid that I, I went in for this part that I quote this all the time from when you when you're first on the road, his friend was a guy who was a locksmith who had one of those vans full of like keys and stuff. Yeah. And, and candy. Yeah. And had like he has like nine kids and he hates his life. Mm -hmm. And he just <laughs> he's, and he's like, you know what? Like when he finds out this, that Tom's going to come off the road for a while, he's like, he's like, you know what? I'm he, like, he's so jealous of his life. He's like. Sometimes when times get so rough and my kids are screaming at me, I just lock myself in a van and think about you on the road, drinking all that free Marriott coffee. That <laughs> line, all that free Marriott coffee, I just, it just, it was exactly it. Because when you first start doing yeah. stand-up and you're on the road and you're in a hotel that they paid for and there's that coffee pot. In a it's lobby, heaven. You're like, yeah. I get to have all any I want as much. <laughs> I can have hot cocoa. Do you know yeah. I don't even like hot cocoa and I take the packets. I take everything I can. That's how I grew up. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come home and my wife's like, why do you have stirs and creamer? I'm like, I take banana. I take everything I can. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't you? You just. Yeah. Well. A lot of people don't, and I maybe it's my Jewish upbringing. I don't know what it is, but I I do feel like if it's there and it's free, like packets of oatmeal, yeah. fuck it, I'm taking it for my next breakfast. Well, don't you all? Don't you always kind of feel in the back of your mind this could all just be over? You know, like we could. Of course. Well, now it is. Well, I know now it is. <laughs> no, it's not. Pause, for hopefully, <laughs> knock on wood. Yeah, it's not. It's not forever, but it's it's a really. Have you been doing a lot of Zoom shows? You know, I, not a lot besides the one I do with Kyle is more of like a happy hour show. It's like, we just mm -hmm. talk, but the only, I did zoom, I did stand up, like just straight up stand up once. And then I did one where I read a thing. Like I did a joke that I was like, I come to the show all the time. And I, and I, I love that you guys are online now. Uh, Cause I take my daughter and she's not really talking to me. So I wanted to read this <laughs> to her. And so I'm, <laughs> I, I'm angry with her for not doing TikToks with me. You know, and, <laughs> I'm, and I'm screaming, right. I'm hitting the wall. So it's, it, it, I, I made it more of a, like, if I do stuff like that, I'm actually doing a hot tub tonight and I have a thing that I've written. Thank you so much to all of my Patreon members for supporting the podcast. All right, hold up. Could you take a little off, off the peas? You're hitting them too hard. The Not action. Thank you so much to all of my Patreon members for supporting the podcast. Hold on, now you're whispering Patreon. Is there a reason oh. you're whispering? Well, you said to take the put Somewhere <laughs> like, in the middle. Okay, okay. You ready? Action. Thank you so much to all of my Patreon member. Oh, 
Now you got to pause. For those of you who don't know, Patreon members, is that okay? <laughs> it was perfect. Why'd you stop? Oh, okay. Patreon members. Cut. Let's go back to the beginning. Thank you and so much. And action. Thank you so much to all my Patreon members for supporting the podcast. For those of you who don't know, Patreon members get early access to the podcast, ad-free episodes, and access to monthly live streams where we talk more about... All right, let's take it back to the beginning. That was perfect. Do it exactly like that. I just did it well, though, but why are you starting over? Thank you so much to all of my patron... Cut. (sighs) Why are you screaming? Because I'm just trying to get through this. Action. Thank you so much to all of my... Thank you so much to all of my Patreon members. For those of you who don't know, Patreon members get early access to the podcast. Perfect. Keep going. There's so many P's. Keep going. Keep going. Ad-free episodes. You could cut this out, right? For those of you who don't know, Patreon members get early access to the podcast, ad-free episodes, and access to monthly live streams where we talk more about being relatively sane. Hold up. Did we agree on monthly live streams? Yes, you told me I should do them because it'll get more members. I don't know how to do a monthly live stream. Don't you just talk in your phone? Uh, We'll figure it out. Come on, let's get through this. We have to go. We should speed this up. All right. Thank you so much to all my Patreon members for supporting this podcast. For those of you who don't know, Patreon members get early access to the podcast, ad-free episodes, and access to monthly live streams. We don't know what that is, but whatever. Where we talk about being relatively sane. If you want to join our fantastic community that is so corny, go to patreon.com slash Jessica Curson. That's patreon.com slash Jessica Curson. That's patreon. I think you said patriot.com. Go to petroleum.com, I mean, patreon.com slash Jessica Curson. That's patreon.com slash Jessica Curson. Patreon.com slash Jessica Curson. Thanks again. And cut. That's a wrap. Ugh. Like, I love how different and, and creative you are because I'm, oh, I'm like that too. And I felt like I was, I started feeling like, I know this sounds gross because I'm so grateful for what I do Please be and gross. I get to travel and I'm not, I don't have to sit in an office from, but like I started feeling like I was just doing the up every week. Like just, I was getting bored. I have to be honest with you. I was phoning it in a lot, complaining a lot, negative. And since I've been home, I'm not writing stand up, uh-huh. but I feel like I'm being more like, what I like to do, like nuts and crazy, like doing stuff from the closet and smelling. Like I'm just doing the craziest shit now. And I'd rather do that than just get on stage, do 45 minutes, say hello to the audience, get on stage, do another 45. It was getting really, I wasn't enjoying it that much. I'm being honest. Yeah. I, about, uh, no year and a half ago, I definitely hit a wall where I realized I was Mm -hmm. kind of just like, going through the motions and I'm going like, I got to check in with myself in a different way. Uh, and, and, and kind of, and learn to kind of love this again, mm-hmm. you know, after doing it for 20 years. And, you know, I mean, I did, I, luckily I was, I had a, a heavy schedule up through March and I remember being in Ann Arbor and being on the phone with my agent and being like, I'm not saying you should come home today before your shows tonight, but they might close LAX. I'll keep you posted. I'm like, I, I was crazy. I'm just losing it. So mm-hmm. as much as this time has driven me crazy, I think a, a, a break is not a bad thing for all it's of us. It's not. You know, it's if we are good, you know, good at our jobs, mm-hmm. it's, you know, I mean, Sam, uh, Sam uh, Morrill had a really funny thing he wrote that was like, 
it takes 10 years to get good at stand up. It gets two weeks to be bad. It, that it, was it, amazing. It, I love that text. I mean, that tweet too, because it's so true. I am so rusty. Me too. I mean, I, when I, I, I did some zoom shows and I did my material and I was like, I don't even remember my act. Literally. Same. I could not remember any of my jokes. I mean, it's very important for us to like stay on it. And I, it's, it's tough right now to do that. Um, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm gonna have to go back on the road at some point and have an act. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, luckily you're not, you know, known as queen of the one-liners and I'm not king. <laughs> I all, know. I'm know, so. It's obvious. You will look at someone in the audience and go, I'm just going to talk mm -hmm. about you for a little while. You know, it's great. You're going to crack up. I do these Zoom shows and I look which you would be perfect for this too. So I'm going to, anyway, I look at these pictures in the boxes and I do crowd work. I literally, I'm like, Steve, you, I, I'm sorry to wake you, but there's a show going on and they, everyone dies laughing. It's great. It's Matt, you could do it for an hour. It's like, oh. I don't even have to, it's my favorite thing now. That's genius. I, I, yeah, it's so, and a lot of times they're muted, so they can't even respond. So it's even better. You're just, yes. and I'm never mean. You know, I'm, you're probably not either. I'm not, I'm only mean to people if they're mean to me and then I can ruin someone. Yeah, but I'm okay. never like, I will never just make fun of someone to be no. mean ever. No. Um, but they, they, like, I'll just see someone's head. I'm like, um, Sarah, <laughs> are you passing out? Like, I just <laughs> talk about them and it's great. Mm -hmm. It helps a lot because I feel like I'm still connected. Yeah. And it's, well, it's, it's back to the thing I said about the truth just sounds different in court. It's like you being in the moment is what people want. They don't want you to come kind of like, there's nothing like it when you see a comedian, they do it. They're doing a joke they've done obviously 400 times. And in the middle of it, they just drop it and go, I don't think my wife loves me. I'll be on it. And they're like, Whoa, I do that what? shit all the time. You probably do too. I'm always. Yeah. I mean, well, I'll do something probably more of a little, little more absurd, you know, but like, yeah, to just to be like, I'm going to share this thought, you know, like just, did you know, praying mantises eat birds? <laughs> did you know this? You know, just something. Cause it's, it's, it, it's all about what you're caring about that moment. And, I know. And when someone I found out, what were you going to say? I was when, gonna say someone when, when someone's doing um, a joke they've done, like they're doing their, you know, they're set for Conan on Zoom into the thing. You're like, this is so weird. It's so weird. It's so, it's, weird. so anyway, you know when da, 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 it's like the strangest thing. What's your dream? Like, is it to have a sketch show, your own sketch show? Boy. Like, what would be your dream gig if, if when this is all over? Wow. Uh... Do you mean like or something, something you'd love to do? I, I would say I would say if I can just keep having a, a viable business on the road, mm -hmm. if we can get back to that where people can still sit close to each other. And I was getting pretty steady. I, I'd like to get a couple things I've, I've written, you know, mm -hmm. produced um, and just continue to kind of do do character work. You know that what I what I always what I've always done. Um, I, I'm not mm -hmm. someone who's going to be like the main guy on the poster with his goofy friend behind him going mm -hmm. like, I'm going to be this guy, but like, <laughs> I, right. You know, but it's yeah. like, I'm, I'm happy doing that. I, I like being put in a bunch of different stuff and just honestly, I really just love working with other creative people that have different viewpoints than me in terms of how to approach art. It's really fun. That's why I love hanging backstage with other comedians and talking about 
their acts when they get off and or I get up or whatever. And you know, it, it's it, it yeah. I kind of it's it's to me it's kind of like being a low grade tra trapeze artist with all of us. We're just like I like how you did that triple flip and the Lindy, and then you caught your arm and and then you did that you know spin or whatever. And it's we're all kind of scared a little bit because we're all going in front of the you know in front of the animals out there. Mm -hmm. But you know. I love just messing around with everybody and being like, like if I saw you, I'd be like, do you want to switch sets? Like, can we, can I do your set and you do mine? I know. I love that. So I love how you're, you're free. You're, and you're not so like, you're, we're very similar that way. I'm, I'm, when I get set and stuff, that's why I said the stand up was starting to get, cause I just, I need to be able to just be yeah. nutty and switch yeah. things up. I love how silly it is. I love, yeah. Like, I, I remember being backstage at, uh, I think maybe the second year I was at uh, I was at uh, Just for Last in Montreal and with all these comics and a couple of them are real, real nervous and I'm just about to go on and I'm and I'm like here I go to eat shit and went on stage yeah and it was fun just to yell that just to be like guys who gives a fuck man it's just let's just have fun you know well that's when you're the most that's when you really I think sore as a comic, whether yeah. it's creatively or in your career is when you don't care anymore. I, I, at a certain point, it was the most freeing thing when I'm like, I actually hope this doesn't go well because yeah. it's more entertaining to me mm -hmm. to just be like, uh, uh, like just doing stuff and have people go, is she okay? Like they, people look so confused and <laughs> it makes me laugh so hard. Yes. Have you always been silly? Where like where you were a silly kid? Always, yeah. Uh, yeah. Class clown, um, just to get make friends would be yeah. Doing dumb jokes, definitely was annoying to girls uh, up until maybe high school, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, it, it was. That's always. I didn't. It wasn't until I was always like an actor when I was a kid, and then when I got to, like out of college, and I went to Chicago. That's when I fell in with, with stand-up comedians. And I was like, oh, this, this feels better. This fits. Where, yeah. Yeah. I remember I, cause I graduated with a, with a degree in, in theater and my, the head of the theater department was like, you should go to this Shakespeare intensive graduate program. And it was that thing where I was like, I don't want to like, yeah. I, res I respect Shakespeare and, and, and people that do it and real acting so much. And it's like, maybe I would have been a great thing for me, but I kind of wanted to do something more dick aroundish, you mm -hmm. know. And, and improv was was kind of that, but I also hated how it was. As one guy put it, uh, you know, my my one bowl of stand up beats your seven bowls of improv. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, and I still love improv, but it's it's just it's it's so team oriented. With stand up, I liked I liked kind of being the lone gun. I liked kind of just mm -hmm. being around people and, and having one of the, one of the biggest uh, crocs ever is that all comedians hate each other. No, we're jealous of each other. I don't even, I don't even know where that came from because yeah. it's so not the case for anyone listening. Like we really are a family. Even if you don't, there's comedians when I go on Twitter and see what they write, I want them to burn in a fire, but I would never say it publicly because we're family. Right. And, and I respect their right to say it, but it's really, I don't agree with it, but I still no. understand it and respect it. Right. Yeah. And, Cause it, yeah. They, can, they can say anything they want. And it, it is funny. It is, it is, it is like we're family. Cause there, there's comedians that people would probably be really surprised I'm friends with, but I don't, mm -hmm. I don't really have a problem with anybody. 
I, I kind of, my, my way I look at all art, whether it's comedy or anything else is sometimes mm -hmm. it's just not for me. You right. Know? Do I that's hate so that comedian? Cute. That's so huge. They're, you know, playing arenas and things like that. No, I might not be into exactly what they do, but who the fuck am I? Like I, I know it's so nasty. It's starting to yeah. get a little nasty. Yeah. I'm noticing it. It's starting to get, I think because people are freaking out, comics are freaking out and very fearful of not being able to work. And then now everyone's desperate because most people aren't making any money. So they're starting to get more jealous and more like, what is, how come he's doing this? And I'm not, and it's not a great business move because things are no. going to turn around. Yeah. We are going to go back on the road. We are, you don't bite the hands that feed you. Yeah. I really believe that. So I, as you, I'm sure you never know who's going to help me. It's normally been a comic who's helped me. Yeah, I mean, when I, I mean, when I started out, uh, there's a guy who I won't say his name, but he's a he's a pretty big manager now. But he was like kind of starting out back then. And when I moved to L.A., uh, he was like, "Best advice I can give you: just be nice to everybody." And I was like, "Yeah, I am anyway." But you you don't want to be that person that sticks in someone's craw because we are so petty and we're so self-centered and we're I know so, we're, you know, but uh, hopefully we rise above that our better selves and all that, but you don't want to give someone an excuse to just dislike you for no reason because you, because you got stepped on. So you want to step on someone else. You want to do that hazy I know. shit and just keep the cycle of child abuse quote, you know, going. Yeah. Maybe. You're so right. And mm -hmm. also the 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 political stuff is right. is dividing people. Of course, comics yeah. even that's yeah. going to divide everybody. Of you know, this is a very serious. Hi, here's the wife. Sorry, here's Jessica. Oh. That's okay. Hi. 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 We're on a um, audio podcast, but people are also watching this on YouTube. Oh, okay. oh hi. They, I know Jim. Hi. Yeah, <laughs> Jim. Jim. Well, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Jim turns it on for me and then oh. leaves they and everyone it's so funny yeah <laughs> yeah he records it and then all the comics are like did Jim like it I'm like he's not on he's not <laughs> listening it's okay if I listened to all of my clients podcasts like I literally would have no time to do work yeah <laughs> I know of course well yeah. congratulations uh, you look thank amazing you. thanks Pen, yeah, I yeah. look I look oh. 10 times the size of her and I've never been pregnant <laughs> I've, I've been <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I mean I have I never had one of my daughters. I oh. I impregnated two baby mamas. Okay. I'm like a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> I say that all the time. Do you say that on stage? Yeah, I say That's I'm a so Jewish fun. rapper. I'm a japper. That's what I say. <laughs> Were you always known Matt as like the nice guy? Like you're just the nicest person. Oh. I mean, I you might be a total dick. I don't know. No, you just no, I I you know, it's 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 one of those things I just I like I like be getting along with people. I'm not a, you know, I mean, I joke that I'm just like, everyone knows I'm a real bad boy, but it's like, I mean, I say, <laughs> I'll say that on stage and get a laugh, you know? Yeah. Like, right. Cause they know. know it, but I just, it's, it, I mean, I will say this, like I did, um, you know, kill Tony. I do, I do that show every once in a while, you know, with Tony Hinchcliffe where yeah. he has comedians come on and he just shreds them. You know, they do like two minutes and he shreds them. And the audience loves it. And I can't, you know, I, I mean, can't I'll do criticize, it, but I can't be like, you suck, bro. Get off. You know, I can't Tim, either. Tim Dillon is great at that shit, but I'm like, that's not, you know, you know, I love Tim, you know, I love Tony. I love all those guys, but it's just like, mm -hmm. I, I am like when I'm on that show, I am kind of the nice guy and people, people get into it, but it's just like, I'm not going to go. 
my thing is if I did say something mean and meant it, it wouldn't be mm -hmm. funny. And people would be like, that's hey, exactly how I am. Make it easy. I, yeah. The worst thing I ever did in my entire career was the comedy central, the roast against Todd Barry when they had the one-on-one. -on -one. Oh yeah. Because it's, you know, Todd and I are friendly, but we're not like good friends. So it really was from like a hostile place. <laughs> and I was freaking out of having to be across from someone being mean to them and having someone be mean. First of all, I'm mean enough to myself. I don't need someone to stand across from me and tell no. me what's wrong with me. I, all I do is judge myself. So I don't, that's not going to do anything. Mm -hmm. Also, I don't want to be mean to someone else, but it, it you have to be or right. else it's not funny. So I was panicking before I did that. I almost left before they started filming. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll never, I, I was the one thing I was like, you know, you don't want to do this. You feel right. uncomfortable. You feel sick to your stomach. And you said, yes. And you know, you, it's a nightmare. You know, you're going to hate it. Yeah. But, but you, I mean, you're, you're trying to get your, you know, hate to say it, your brand out there. Like yes. you, 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 you don't really say no to stuff. You, you, you gotta, you gotta work. The problem right. with all that roast stuff, and it's great. And I will, you know, I'm good friends with Mike Lawrence, who won the whole thing. I love him. He, I love him too, but he's not a mean guy. And he said, I know. He said after it was over that everyone wanted him to keep doing that. He's like, I'm a writer. I'm good at that. But it's like, that's not where my heart lies. I want to do this. And not that it held him back, but there were people online who were like, oh man, you suck. You're supposed, it's like, who, I'm not going to do what you want me to do. And you nailed it when you said, I don't really, I, I know him, but I don't really know him. That's yeah. The way roasts work best is if you love the person and you know them well, we did a thing with me and mm -hmm. all, all the, all the Chicago guys, you know, Kyle Kinnan, Camille Nanjiani, John Roy, uh, Pete Holmes, uh, Hannibal. Uh, we all were, did this roast of each other. And it was the most fun I've ever had because we were so mean, but <laughs> But it was, I, it's like, I remember being up there crying, laughing because it was, yeah. it was stuff that had built up over like 15, 20 years mm -hmm. where we're, you know, I, I remember, you know, John Roy is, is he's, he's so, such a loud guy and he gets this. And I was like, I was like, John Roy has a movie coming out extremely loud and incredibly close. Shut up, John. <laughs> and it, cause it, it just. It was just fun doing because it was like yeah. watch those ones with Rickles and Johnny Carson, yeah, and and Joan Rivers. The, they tear into each other because they know each other so well. They know where the chinks in the armor is. Mm -hmm. So you doing that with Todd, it's like, yeah, you, you know, you can dump on Todd, but if you, it's just not as it doesn't feel right. It didn't feel right, and I had to actually text him before and talk to him and be like, uh, please don't talk about this, and please don't, and, and they're major things, don't get me wrong. It was not like, please don't talk about my comedy or my looks. It was like, don't talk about my stepsister being sick. Please don't talk about my daughter being having heart issues. Like, it was a whole, and then I was freaking out. Like, I can't believe I'm doing something where I have to ask someone not to talk about these horribly depressing things on national TV. Right. Like, why am I even doing this? Yeah. Well, I, I think if if I if I may, from just a, a clinical standpoint, because you're a woman, because in, yeah. in comedy as a woman, especially in the roast culture, like you yeah. watch any of those Comedy Central roasts, there'll be like one woman. And if she's mm -hmm. not a comedian, they're just making jokes about her pussy or about. I know. know it's so uncreative and it's and it's it's gross in that it's so simplistically boring. 
Does that make it any is sense? so boring. You're right. No, it's so boring to me. For the right reasons. Oh, right. The slut. Whoa. Holy shit. Right. What a great put down. You, you dudes who run out there and probably fuck anything like stop. Cause that's always it. Yeah. Like, your crotch is itchy yes. and you're calling me. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, Cause that's, that's always how it is. They'll have like one, you know, they'll have, you know, very funny female comedians, you know, like, like Sarah or Amy that are great and can mm-hmm. hold their own. And they'll have like an actress friend of this actor they're working. It's with, horrible. And she just catches so much hell. And, it, and all of it is just because they haven't done any research into her that's mm-hmm. interesting or anything. So they're just, it'll just be like, you're a slut and uh, you're, mm-hmm. you're a one. Another one is like, if she's older than 35 about like, oh, you know, you're, you're barren. It's just like, Jesus Christ is as everything I mean, built around a woman's genitalia and reproductive function. That's all you can think of. That's I really crazy. hope not you're like an eight year old boy. You're- I know it's pathetic. <laughs> it's so pathetic, and people laugh at it. That's even worse. There are they laugh, but laugh not at that them. hard. You can tell them. You're kind right. Of- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I, I ate something that isn't agreeing with me. That you. Fed. Yeah. That's how it feels. You know. Yeah, I don't laugh. I've never laughed at that stuff. It's not interesting or creative to me. No. It's just tell it's people. Lazy. Yeah. Sorry, well, tell people no it's okay tell people where they can they can w- listen to your podcast and watch your show oh yes and so all that uh, stuff right now i gotta have we I gotta have you on the pod that's gonna it's called this might help we're 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 uh taping new episodes now we just had like all this upheaval because of i had a um just like legal stuff because my old mm-hmm. podcast i had to part ways with my old uh producer who is great long story long so that's coming out to where basically I'll have you on the show and we'll listen to people who have called in and left messages and uh, we'll hear them for the first time together and offer advice. And they're, they're usually really weird or like dear ones, but they're fun. And we don't let anyone on who's like obviously doing a dumb character. And we're like, all right, yeah. you didn't, you didn't actually just try to fist yourself. Ha, I get it. Ha, ha. I know it's all so boring. I mean, we, who cares if you fist yourself anyway? Who cares? I did, I did have one guy though, and it sounds real. I don't know if it's real or not, but I'm treating it real that um, before quarantine, him and his girlfriend bought a vibrator together and now they're separated and they're like, they're, they're afraid to see each other. And he's like, can I still use this on myself? Or should, and it was kind of like, that, <laughs> of like, of like saving television for each other, you know, like did you watch Dead <laughs> to Me? You watched it? You watched that together, you know. You used the yeah, dildo. That's uh, funny. So it's funny, yeah. Um, so there's that. Um uh Kyle Kanan and I started um Hey Girl with Matt and Kyle. You can watch that on holdthephone.tv on uh Friday, uh 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific. Every week we raise money for a different COVID-related charity. Uh, oh wow! And uh, or last last week week before last was for Planned Parenthood, but you know mm-hmm. still need the they need the the money uh, now more than ever. But you know it's just always something, and then it goes to our Patreon to keep the show moving, so people can yes. watch live and donate as we go. And if you donate, we'll call you, we'll go to your house and mess with you <laughs> and stuff and make fun of your apartment. But um, so there's that, and then I have an album out called um, "Please Hold Me" that people can stream on all platforms and. Um, all my dates have been pushed to fall and winter and winter. We'll see if they happen. Yeah. You know, but how about, how about I, you with your dates? I love please hold me. That's such a great name. Thanks. It's such a great name for an album. I well, love it's, that. It's kind of just making fun of being a 40 something dude who 
it's it's the wildest thing when you don't want to be single in a bar at my age because you're a grosser than the gross <laughs> because 20 something guys are yeah. out for sex which is gross but it's an acceptable level of gross guys my age are out for companionship <laughs> so it's just like what's, what's grosser a guy going i want to see some tits or a guy my age being like please hold me please that that person for oh. sure he just wants to buy a ring for a woman. Oh, please yeah. come. Please listen have a, to my, my dreams. Oh, oh, and they don't stop talking. I know. <laughs> but the name of my corporation is Please Like Me Productions. Oh, that's perfect. For 20 years. Yeah, it's true. It's it's amazing. I Anytime I get into anything legal, I have to uh, pronounce mine exactly. Because mine is, mine is Open Robe incorporated <laughs> the so, names of, of all of our like, corporations is great. like legal or something like is it open road like no <laughs> <laughs> it's a robe i love oh, no. all open our robe. corporate names. i know like baron vaughn great baron vaughn's a scary black man he's like the most non-scary black i man. know i've heard some of the funniest names for some of these corporations from comedians it, they're hysterical. I should so really look into that mm -hmm. <clears throat> because sure. it's. I've heard somewhere they've made me laugh out loud. Open robe is amazing. Thanks. Yeah. When I when I I my last special I I self produced it and I made a shingle for it where it's like me at the door with a glass of wine and I have a robe on and this girl who was working in the as, in the engineer booth I just got her into the mic go gross so that's the only thing <laughs> that's like great the goes up and it's this female voice goes gross. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's great you're amazing we've never we we literally become like peers online i just love watching your stuff i i you're too. just i you're thank you're you. a, I, I i pay you the highest compliment where i'm just like oh you're a you're a wild animal you're a monster yeah i it, am i love it thank I, you well, i love it because you 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 attack the stage and you have so much fun and you you have that thing that I have where I'm like, I don't want to waste anyone's time, including my own. Let's That's go. true. You know yeah. what I mean? You're not that person I, who gets up and is just like, what's going on? What is this? You know, like, okay. Well, like, yeah. I, give them a show. They're yeah. paying for a show. Give right them in. a show. Yeah, I right do. In. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. So yeah, I love Thank you. I'm, I'm so glad we had a chance, even, even if this wasn't a podcast, just to hang out. It wasn't just to just to let you know this was all set up just to hang out with you and and get to know each other. <laughs> I am so flattered. <laughs> You're awesome. I Good can't work. wait to work with you in the future. And exactly. thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, Jessica. This is a blast. And congratulations. Thank you. I'm psyched. Awesome. See you soon. See you soon, buddy. Bye.